people? It's another episode of the Giants, guys. Let's go, baby, with a Giants win. How happy are you people right freaking now? Come on, man. Like, seriously, this time last year, the season was almost over. All right? You're listening to another episode of the Giants, guys, brought to you by Astro Flame. It is the only supplement you gym rats and weekend warriors and you know, you're, you're crazy maniacs in the gym that you're pounding plates, you're running stairs, you're doing CrossFit, and you guys aren't using Astroflav, and I'm really disappointed. Check it out, New Age Supplement Company. They are our sponsor. We're super excited to have them uh, continuing with us. We hope you guys will follow them and support them. Meal supplements, collagen, testosterone, amino acids, they got it. You should get it. You can't buy it in a box store. Astroflav, they're our friends. Make them your friends. Okay, business side is out of the way. Football is in the way. We're going to get in here with uh, the truth. We got Chris. We got Nikki coming on. And we're going to chew up the fact that the Giants beat the really bad haircut of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, let's let's bring in Nails. Let's get him in here. What's up, Chris? Hey, Craig. Hey, everybody. Oh, dude. Like, how, how pumped are you to, like, be 4-1? Oh, uh, we're on a cloud for the last two days. Are you kidding? Who would have thought it, right, on Sunday? I mean, I don't know how anybody's going to work. It was very difficult to uh, go to work yesterday if you are working because of the holiday. But, yeah, I mean, it was it was all Giants. All Giants, you know, Sunday and Monday and today. That's, that's all. We can't get enough right now. Yeah, productivity is at its lowest point um, right now in the New York area. <laughs> so I hope everybody's rolling with that. All right, let's get truth in here. You guys know and love truth. We got to bring them in. Michael, what's, what's up? What's up, boys? What's up? <laughs> Giants is what's up. That's what's up. Amazing. Michael, never in a million years, if I asked you what I, you thought their record would be after five games, you know it would not, the answer would not be four and one. No, I, I, I had mine being two or three when I did my projections so they're they're amazing right now they're playing good good football they are amazing yes and they're our team and we are calling them amazing because <laughs> they we are we are on cloud nine and it's the best start we've had in a whole bunch of years let's bring in nikki she's wearing red today because she's celebrating a giants win she just got off some ravens podcast and had to have an argument about Eli Manning going into Hall of Fame. So it never ceases. The Giants are always under attack for something ridiculous. and But but doesn't matter. You know why? Because you can't get me down anymore. All right? Because the Giants are four and freaking one. Let's bring Nikki in. Boom! What's up? Yes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yes, I'm just fresh off. I'm already amped up. So yeah. you know, I had to defend I had Woo. to defend our, our guy here, Eli Manning. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just sad <coughs> on a Ravens podcast. <coughs> Holy cow, I'm coughing, hacking up a storm. I, I, I'm so excited. I'm coughing. You might celebrate, Truth. You gotta relax. It was two days ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm drinking hard water, yeah. The funny thing is, is that your screen is frozen, but your yeah. voice isn't. So, like right now, you, you know, you're uh, you're just a, a nice, box. you're nice, a nice face, and and I can't, you're not moving, so nothing's happening, but you're frozen in time, which is okay because the Giants, um, we can continue to talk about it, and you won't have to be upset about anything because you're smiling in the picture. Uh, just let me know when it comes back. So, yeah, but right now I you're see just a frozen. black box for him. 
So hmm. yeah, I'm gonna do this. Let me see if I pop them in the back, and then I put them back in. Let's see. Let's see if that works. Uh, I don't know. Truth, it's not looking good. You're a black box right now. A black box? Yeah, you're. Because I can box. see myself on my end. Should I go you're back out and come back in? Yeah, sure. Come on back in. We're going right, to be talking giant football. <laughs> just don't forget about me. All right. No, I won't forget. <laughs> I've got to forget about the truth. All, All right, right, people. So you're listening to another episode of the Giants, guys. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off, guys, with with something that you might not know, and and you might, but I'm gonna start off with this, and I'm gonna put this up here because it's worth um, actually going through. Here's basically top 10 things that you might not have known about your New York Giants. Okay. There's Michael. He's back. Okay. As I was saying, here are the top 10 things that you may not know about your 2022 New York Giants. Here we go. Number one, Daniel Jones leads the league in comeback. Now you guys all froze. Oh, we're not frozen. It's just you. Um, Number two, Giants. Number eight, power ranking by NFL.com. Do you believe that? The Giants are ranked by the NFL, and their power ranking is number eight. Number three, the highest rated left tackle in the game after week five. Of course, our own AT. Number four, Aaron Rodgers said today um, on the – what do you call it? Show Pat uh, McAfee. Pat McAfee show that number ninety-seven, uh, of course, as we know, Dexter Lawrence is one of the best in the league and probably should be getting more recognition than he deserves. Thought that was a pretty cool quote from Aaron <clears throat> Rodgers. Number five, Saquon Barkley is number two with five hundred and thirty-three yards, so he's number two in the NFL for rushing. Um, and you, you, we all know that, you know, the last, you know, four years, we haven't had any rushing. So to be number two in the NFL is quite a feat. Number six, uh, stat that you might not have known about your 2022 Giants is Jones has three game winning drives and leads the league. Yeah. I know that. a whole lot for a guy that you were trying to push out the door literally like three months ago. Um, number seven, that of course, this one is not a shocker to some of you. Jones outduels Rogers, who is the NFL's back to back MVP. So, our little Daniel Jones, who we're all trying to fire, get rid of, push him out the door, just beat the NFL's and back to back MVP. And I don't want to hear all I'm hearing is the you know, uh, Rogers, this Packers, this Rogers, this Packers that no, it's the Giants beat the Packers. The Giants dictated what happened. Okay. So let's not get all crazy. What, what the Packers didn't do. Let's talk about what the Giants did do. Okay. Let's, let's make sure we get that out of the way. Number eight, what, uh, stats or stat that you might not know about your 2022 Giants is, uh, Jones is also, the most pressure QB in the league with 33.7%. So not only is this cat making it happen. Now I get it. He's not throwing for 350 yards a game. We get that. Okay. It's a slow burn for Daniel Jones, but he's the highest pressured quarterback in the NFL. Number nine, Daniel Jones has only one 
guys, can we all put this look? Put your finger up like this. Look, do that. Yep, go ahead. One. Yeah. One turnover in the last four games. So all the rest of you guys who love this, oh, Jones fumbles, he turns the ball. One MFers, one. And it took a great interception by Diggs for that to be one. Hands down. The guy is completely balling, throwing the ball out of bounds, taking care of the ball. One turnover. And, yes, Diggs made that unbelievable play. Uh, Number 10, last stat that you might not have known about your 2022 New York Giants is that um, uh, they have 91 – the Giants have 91 pass completions, right? Uh, It's – they they took almost three quarters of the year to to get to 91 pass completions last year. The, 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 the team is slowly coming together one block at a time. So remember what's happening. These stats that I'm reading you, maybe it's not 350-yard passing games. It's not three, four sacks games. It's not, it's not those big numbers. But remember, the rebuild, starting from scratch. So these 10 stats that I just read you are a team that won four total games last year. So – Gentlemen, yeah. <clears throat> oh well, you're one of the guys. I know you're one of the guys. I am. Um, it's all right. Yes. Rush family, rush team. Yes. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna do this because I did it last week, and everyone said it was very cool. We're gonna do the rant and rave. Okay, so you get one player or scenario you want to rant about, and one scenario or one player you want to rave about. Okay, you don't got to be long winded. It doesn't have to be overly deep. But someone that you want to give a pop to and someone you want to give a pop to. All right. So um, as I used to do this piece all the time, the rant and rave. So uh, I'll start with you, uh, Chris. Give me somebody you want to acknowledge for having a kick-ass game or maybe a coach. And give me something that you really think needs to change in either how someone's playing or how someone's coaching. Oh, wow. All right. So you caught me off guard here. I mean, there's so many players in, in, in the last game. I mean, you can go with anybody, but I mean, I'm going to say, uh, I'm, I'm going to say somebody to rave about. Uh, yeah. How, how can you go? How can you, and it's obvious, I'm going to go with Dexter Lawrence only because uh, there's other players you could choose from, but without Leonard Williams and DJ Davidson goes down in this game, Dexter Lawrence really shored up the inside there. I mean, you got to give it to Dexter Lawrence. There's so many guys you could choose from, but I'm going to go with Dex. To, sexy, sexy, baby. Yeah, and and to uh, boy to rant about, oh, man. I mean, everybody seemed like they were playing real, really well. Yeah, I, I can't think of one guy to rant about. Well, I mean, you have to, so figure it out. <laughs> one guy. I mean, <laughs> all right. You want to rant about something? Uh, Jason Pinnock's got to get out of the way. He's got to know where the ball is on that punt. Luckily, when it hit off his heel, it went out of bounds. I mean, really, I mean, we're nitpicking here a little bit, right. but he's got to know where that ball is. That was a really lucky bounce. Thank goodness it went out of bounds. And at that point, I said, Giants are going to win because a ball usually doesn't go out of bounds for the Giants. So, all right, let's, let's give it to Pinnock. He's got to know where that ball is on the punt. Yep. Okay. I love it. I love it. And again, he said, it's, it's just something that you, so we, the panic thing to me is, is that special teams needs to, you know, knuckle down and realize where the ball is. It's right. not really, it's not a, it's not really a rant. Like you're killing someone. You're just saying that the, if the team is going to continue to win and get better, those are things that they're going to have to lock down. 
Um, go ahead, uh, Nikki. I'm going to jump in here. And by the way, I see all you guys in the chat. I see Lisa and, and Neil and Joe and Chris and, and, oh, and the other Chris who's, wait, is that my, that's Hawaii, Chris. What's up? Uh, I see all you guys, Grand Zier. I see all you guys in there. Um, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Giants, guys. Nikki, give mm -hmm. me a rant. Give me a rave. <laughs> okay, so uh, we know I love to rant all the time. So I'm just going to rant about the fans who are still complaining. Get off my timeline and shut the hell up. I cannot believe people are ranting because of draft position. Are you kidding me? Four wins. You just beat Green Bay. Like, I didn't even think we were going to win that. So please, stop complaining. Just can you be quiet for a week, right? Zip like, it. Stop. Just zip it. I don't want to hear it anymore. And they're really on Twitter and replying. It's so negative. Like, if you're like this at four wins, were you jumping off a bridge last year? Because I, I don't understand this. So yeah. let me give some props to Tate Crowder. I have been super hard on him. I really have. I've been super critical. I'm not saying he's great, but he's having great moments. Okay? And I think he's, like, slowly maybe kind of coming in – to his own a little bit. So I have been super critical. I've, I've practically just hated on the guy for a really long time. So I will give him a little credit that he is having some great moments. Because now, because he's got McFadden and Jalen uh, Smith. <laughs> Why? Just, just covers up his terrible play. All right, Michael, give me a rant. Give me a rave. Again, you know, remember what, remember, you could be talking about coaching, play calling, you could be if you were watching football yesterday, you might be ranting about the refs. Oh, so, you know, anything that uh you want to throw in here, the floor is yours. Oh, I can rant about anything I saw in the and NFL anything game. Anything you want, as long as it's New okay. York Giants, long as it's New York Giants related, my friend. Well, I can't I can't use this one then. But I, I guess I'll nitpick here. Show. It's a Giants show. That's kind of what we do. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to nitpick here, and the offensive line is playing better, but the one guy who still has issues I see is Feliciano. Um, I did see him get beat on the interior a couple of plays with the penetration, and, um, you know, granted that's not his natural position, but um, if you get a little bit better play out of him, you can see a little bit better production uh, with the Giants overall running and passing. Uh, that's nitpicking. Um, I'm not going to pick Jones or uh, Barkley for my rave. I'm going to go to a rookie, Bellinger, who is two, two touchdowns now, and they're slowly giving him more looks. Uh, Jones probably has more confidence in him, throws the ball to him. Um, I like the kid. I think he's going um, to have a nice, solid year, and, and I think it's only going to get better with that kid. Yeah, so let's say so right now uh he has 10 receptions for 100 yards and two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. He is off to having a, a really nice year. I mean, you're talking about a kid who may come in around 700 yards receiving, 6 600 to 700 yards receiving and five touchdowns. I mean, like that's a really nice year for, a, you know, for a uh, a fourth round, you know, draft pick that we weren't, we knew it was going to be, you know, listen, we interviewed him, right? We love him because we met him and he was a good guy. His family are good people, New York ties. Just but, me. But, but as you said, Michael. Um, Everybody's freezing. No, it's still, it's still you. It's still you. We're all good here. Um, um, 
Yeah, it's still you. But it's okay. Your face is up there. So I'm still talking to your face. Um, All right. I'll leave it what, then. What's great with Bellinger, I think, is I'm starting to see Jones use him as a safety blanket. Jones is almost ready to get sacked. He dumps it off to Bellinger. He rolls out and he doesn't have anyone. He sees Bellinger. So Bellinger is becoming that. Uh, again, I know they're different players, but it's like he's basically becoming Shepard part two. Shepard used to bail out Jones all the time, you know, um, and it's hard when you're a slot receiver to bail out the QB, right? Yeah. Um, and you'll see more looks. He'll get yeah, more looks yeah, as you move forward. They're smaller, but Bellinger is just, yeah, he's doing a great job. Um, I don't really have a rant or rave overly. I know I'm not really, I don't know, like sometimes I, I do these things and sometimes I don't. I mean, I would definitely would like to, um, if I was going to do a little bit of a, of, a, of a rave, you know, I would definitely rave about, um, you know, just the defensive line play in general without Leonard Williams. You know, what's his name? Ward. I mean, like they're, they're just they're getting after it. You know what I mean? And, I mean, actually, if I was, again, now that I'm talking through it, guy's been on a team for two weeks and Jalen Smith is, is just basically just banging guys. You know what I mean? Like, like banging guys. Yeah, you're unfrozen, Michael. So you're good to go. Okay. Um, um, Jalen Smith been on the team for two years. It's the same story as last year. They signed him last year before the Dallas game. He came in and I think he had 11 tackles, right? And he, <laughs> he's, a, he's, I don't know what Jalen Smith's deal is. I don't really care. You know what I mean? I don't know why they, people don't like him. I don't know why he doesn't have a job, and I still don't care. Because that guy, as soon as they sign him and put him in the Giants uniform, he hits anything that moves. And, it, I mean, I think he's a very instinctual linebacker. Um, and I could see uh, him and McFadden becoming the starters and moving out. <laughs> so, um, so that would be definitely a rant. would be the defensive line plus the play of Jalen Smith. And the rant, it is a little bit difficult because they did a lot of nice things. I would probably say um, they started off slow again, right? Like, you know, like they just, they do a little bit slow. Kafka seems like he needs to get going a little bit. They were having trouble a little bit converting a little bit. You know, I, um, I'd like to see him start a little faster, you know, if anything. Just so when they started playing these high powerful, potent teams that like to throw the ball. They don't have to play from behind all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, again, it's, we're nitpicking, right. But just mm -hmm. saying overall, I don't want to see them have to play from coming from behind all the time because that, that wears out, right. You can't always do that. Right. You can't have all these guys playing their best game all the time. So I'd like to see, um, I'd like to see them, you know, come out a little bit faster, if anything. Um, all right, cool. Awesome. Oh, wait a minute to start the show. Thanks for tuning in. A bunch of you guys are all rolling in. This is another episode of the Giants, guys. You can find it, find the show, and please subscribe. It's not a big deal. Just bang, just hit that subscribe button, and it does us uh it does us a big favor. Um, podcast, where can you find it? I know some of you podheads out there. I definitely it's my phrase, by the way. Don't let anybody tell you it's not. For all the podheads out there, you, you can get us on uh, Amazon Music, Apple, Stitcher, um, uh, Google Play, um, Spotify, Anchor. So you can pretty much find the Giants guys anywhere. So if you're on the way to the gym, you're working out, you're on the treadmill, you're walking the dog, you're you're fishing on a weekend, you're whatever you're doing. If you can put on your phone, pop it in, go to your favorite platform, bang, hit the Giants guys, you will hear us uh, talking New York Giants football. Of course, YouTube channel is The Giants Guys because that's the name of the show. 
Uh, let's move on to our two cornerstone studs. Oh, look at that. The belt guy is in the, is definitely. <laughs> yeah, what's I up, saw man? that. What's up, Tuto? I see you guys all rolling in here. Um, let me get on to our two cornerstone pieces right now, guys. Jones and Barkley. Um, Nikki, mm-hmm. you said that you were arguing with someone about Eli Manning. Yeah. Um, I was arguing with someone. Someone's like, I'm not giving Jones any credit. You know, he's throwing for two, barely 200 yards. And I'm just like, all right, guy, you you know, you do you. <laughs> I mean, like, just, just you do to you. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense. Because everything that I'm watching, not only with my own eyeballs, but going back and doing the analyzation, Nikki, I'm seeing a guy who has, I, I can, I, and I'll, and next, I can do it probably next week or even during the week. The pocket Jones has is great. He is getting some exceptional time, Nikki. He's throwing the ball. He's pushing the ball down the field at velocity. Okay. Mm-hmm. His accuracy is, is there. Okay. Because we've always said like, oh, we don't know what he could do. Well, now we're starting to see what he can do. And the other side, of course, is a healthy Saquon Barkley. What are your thoughts after the Packer win? Okay. So like, again, when we were, you know, beating Carolina and, you know, we were like, oh, okay, they're not great great team. We just beat the Packers, you know, MVP back-to-back years. We beat the freaking Packers, right? What yes. is your thoughts on your two, what I would call faces of the franchise? What's your overall opinion of Jones and Barkley right now on where their game is? Yeah, so I'll keep it simple on Barkley. I told you told you all. I told everybody he was coming back. He was going to have a big year. I've said it on every podcast, right? I know I kept harping on it and watching him in training camp. Like he's back. I did get nervous when he was out, right? I'm like, oh my God, please don't be hurt again. Like we just can't sustain any more injuries. And that's a whole other conversation. So for Daniel Jones, look, it's no secret. It wasn't like I was the biggest Jones fan, but on the other hand, it was really tough to judge him with no offensive line, no wide receivers, right? This kid's out here doing what he can do. And people laugh at me when I say he's a dual threat, but he's been our leading rusher <laughs> many weeks. So he can run, he can use his wheels. And I'm sorry, he is playing really, really, really good football. And I just don't understand when you hear these people criticizing him. I mean, listen, he's gone through what? three head coaches and four years and three different offensive schemes and hasn't had an offensive line, hasn't had the best talent around him. And, you know, I I think that was hard to judge, but now we see him coming into his own and I don't know how you can't be happy. It's like some people are rooting for him to fail. And I don't get that. I don't get that. So Stuart, talk to me about Jones and Barkley. Like, as I will say this, I'm not expecting, you know, with the receivers that we have, I'm not expecting 300, 350 yard games, but is, is he not making all the throws he should? And then some, is he not throwing tight windows because he's throwing some really tight windows, which we haven't seen. And we've also, he's confident with the ball in his hand. If he pulls the ball down, He's finding a nice a nice window to run through and pick up three, four first downs, whatever it was. What's your thoughts on on Jones on his on his confidence and where he's going? A, a totally, totally a big turnaround. I even said on Twitter this could have been a turning point this game of his career. Uh, he looks so poised in the pocket. 
uh, and passed, he would hold on too long and he would, the pocket would collapse on him. We'd all be screaming at the TV, you know, run. But he he ran when he needed to. He felt the pre- the pocket when he needed to run. Uh, he played a great game. He looked so poised. He looked so in control. I mean, Aaron Rodgers at times looked like he was the rookie. He looked like he was running with his head on a swivel, looking around who's going to hit him. Um, Jones looked really good. He really did. And Barkley? Uh, Barkley's Barkley. He's, I mean, I agree with Nikki. He stayed healthy. I knew he had a good year. I mean, we even had projections, you know. Uh, I had 1,700 total yards for him. He, he might even pass that. He might get 2,000 yards. But um, as long as he stays healthy, like Nikki, I was I was freaking out when he got hurt. I yeah. said, oh, boy. Uh, I thought it was a broken collarbone when he said his shoulder. I said, God yeah. darn it, you know. But um, he stays healthy. He's going to have a good year. There's no doubt about it. And I think I think Unicey Jones getting a little bit more passing yardage. I think that opened up the playbook for him a little bit more. They're going to let him, uh, you know, extend the field. I think you'll see a little more production from Jones, too, in the yardage. Chris, Barkley goes into the tent. They said they put him in the tent. Um, I didn't really even see an injury when he got tackled, but uh, they, they go in the tent. The sideline reporter saying, you know, he's frustrated. He doesn't want to go in the tent. Then they say he's uh, questionable. They take him in the locker room. I'm gonna guess they give the man they give the man a shot of painkiller and they send him on his way because they said the quote was Chris when he came out of the tunnel it looked like he was shot out of a rocket mm-hmm. so he must have like you know come flying out there like I'm ready to go and the next play he's he's you know catching that swing pass and hitting the seam and you know blowing up the sideline totally dropping that jock strap with a great move frozen up again going on, on Barkley and Jones here. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about Jones, look what he's working with. <laughs> David Sill, Richie James, Marcus Johnson, who's bouncing around with a few teams, who I actually think he's going to get – he has an opportunity to actually show what he can do. And then you have Darius Slayton back in the picture. So, I mean, look what this guy's working with. And Jones goes 91 yards. Barkley's out for the most of the drive or the whole drive, and, and they score. So, I, I feel like Jones trusts that left side with Andrew Thomas there. And he's not – He's not worried about that side anymore. I mean, he's focusing downfield, and although he has to worry about you know the center position a little bit in the guard, I think he's really trusting the backside. And when you talk about Barkley, you just see how he hits the holes. Everybody's talking about it. There's no dancing. He's running with purpose, and and uh, you know he's heard all the echoes the past couple of years about him dancing and and just waiting for holes to open up. He's he's hitting them, and he lowers that shoulder in, in field. He's not looking to run out of bounds. It's it's literally Chris a different Barkley, and it's not it's not me saying it's the old Barkley. This is a different Saquon Barkley. I think it's because, an angry Barkley. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, remember Saquon Barkley's always been what they call a home run hitter, and there's nothing wrong with it because every single one of us would kill to be a home run hitter. Okay, so it was fine, you know, until that kind of dog a pony show didn't work out because he got hurt, right? He's running with he's, – he's lowering his pad level. He's mm. he's hitting the hole hard and fast, then making the move, where he used to make the move and then see where the hole opened up. Now he's hitting the hole and making the move. And he's so confident in the open field. I mean, he made that Packers cornerback miss him, and he that was, was like, whoop, whoop. Okay, <laughs> don't see <laughs> later, <laughs> stuff right there. Now, 
again, not nitpicking on it, but that was a touchdown. It like uh, we always teach it. You're you're always bouncing to the outside. You know, he had that guy turning around when he was running, and then he went inside. Right. He, goes, he was like, you know what? Give me the contact. Give me the contact because it's a new Barkley. The old Barkley probably would have stayed at the sidelines and might have ran down the sideline for a touchdown. Either way, it's great to see because he is now. Man, am I the only one not freezing up? Yeah, you're you're frozen, but it's okay. We can. Oh, see I your see. Face. No, you're not frozen, Nikki. No, we're okay. not frozen. You're frozen, but you can still <laughs> see your smiling face. Um, Come on, Elsa, let's go. Chris Jones, um, <laughs> I, I'm seeing I'm seeing a different type of guy. Uh, I'm seeing a guy that's competent who's actually getting, you know, uh, blocking. You know, we we watched um, we watched Dan Orlovsky break it down this morning. If you happen to catch that. Yeah, he's getting such a nice pocket, Chris, to throw from. He's making the passes, and like it again. It's it's building blocks. It's once it's every week. It's a different step. Instead, he's not going to go from zero to sixty. He's not going to go from a hundred yards to three hundred fifty. One touchdown to four, but it's okay because he has Barkley and he's got an offensive line. What's your thought on what you saw out of Jones? Chris. You're asking me, uh, me again, Jones. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know if Jones is, is is Jones making you feel, Chris, that he might be the guy. Yeah, I know we're only five games in, but I mean, as of right now, just what he's doing, what he has to work with. I mean, these receivers. Just think about these guys. They would not. They would be practice squad, or they would be buried on a depth chart on a, on a different team. These guys are starting. Still, Sills is starting. James is starting. This guy, Marcus Johnson, starting. Darius Slayton comes back from the dead. And plays Sunday and does pretty pretty well. Uh, imagine if he had, you know, a number one, a true number one receiver that we all thought he had in Galladay, who was on on the field. But boy, or I'll tell you, other, what, or the other guy. Don't forget the I other know. guy. Yeah, with, with Tony too. Yeah, you know. that's but, his name now. The other guy. <laughs> but you know how we always said, you know, quarterback. We always talk about Brady, right? Never had receivers, but he makes everybody look better. I'm not comparing Jones to Brady by any means, but. He's making these receivers look better than what they probably are. Yeah, but how did how did I mean? I thought Marcus Johnson totally impressed me. He caught everything thrown him, and he had a couple of catches over his head. He had to reach up and grab. I agree, a big target on those too. crossing yeah. patterns. I mean, it was yeah. very impressive. In, in fact, true, he led the team in snaps on the offense. There was fifty-eight offensive snaps, and he had forty-five of them. So wow. he had a big, big, big amount of uh, playing time. So they saw the same thing, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think got, so. I got to put this up here because everybody's Sarah freezing says, on me. Sarah says, "Hey guys, just here to see Craig's hair." All right, let's go. <laughs> Everybody's more, asking for it. Let's go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got everybody freezing up. Come on, guys. No, hey, everybody's back. Nobody's everybody's back. Nobody's <laughs> freezing up. Truth, it's just you. <laughs> no, you guys are freezing up on my end. <laughs> I know that's because you're. <laughs> because it's because your feed isn't working, so we're we're fine. We're rolling on. You're oh, just really? oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't lie. All right, there it is. Yay! There we go. All right, let's put that back. That's for Zane and Sarah. Um, okay, guys. Um, I'm loving the Barkley. I'm really happy that he's. You know, here's the only thing I'll throw. I'll, I'll put the bow on Barkley. Is this? Chris said he's running angry. <clears throat> he is running angry. I hope he's not so angry that he has a great year and he just wants out. I do hope that the fact <laughs> that the Giants come to the table with some money, I hope the fact that he's like, I want to be here. I, I know him and Jones are buddies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So 
I hope that Barkley does say stay if they're going to offer him the money. I, I always thought the Chubb deal was a, an affordable deal, but I don't think he'll want, if he rushes for Mike, Mike said he might, he may go for 2000 all purpose yards. Like he, he may, he may want to be a Raider, you know, he may want to be a dolphin. He may want to be something else because he's had it with New York. I just hope that everything goes his way. And I hope he gets the accolades. He's, He's so deserved because I think he's a great face of the franchise because he doesn't get in trouble and he's not mouthing off. And I just, I like, I don't give a crap where he was drafted and I don't really care. I just, I like the guy. He represents New York. He represents the giants. Well, um, I hope he stays and he's balling and I'm super excited for him. Um, let's, let's talk about, um, let's talk about these guys. Bang defense. So, Truth, the defense has got a lot of injuries. They do. But they still balling. I mean. Like, like yeah. they are literally just plugging guys in, next man up, next man up, next man up. They got guys on the field, Truth. I don't even know who they are. Like, I know. Like, you know, so what is, what is working now that wasn't working in the past? A new, a better system. <laughs> you know, Wink, Wink knows how to implement these players and – has he's he's more creative than what uh, Patrick was, Graham Patrick. So, I mean, like you said, we got two studs and and Ojolari and Williams out. I mean, can you imagine those two guys playing uh, right now in our defense if they were healthy? You got guys like Ward. You mentioned him earlier. I think he's having a very great, a very good year, and, and only we talk about him. I think this guy's phenomenal. He's, he oh, does everything. Ward is, Ward is a Ward is a cool, fun. Player. He's a monster and, out there. He yeah, really he, is. Yeah, you know, he's, he's old school, Michael. He's an old school ball player. Yeah, and again, we always talk about uh, Dex. He's playing. He's having an All Pro year, and and uh, you're getting good play out of uh, those guys coming up. Who's that? Fabian? Is that his name? Uh, yeah, Fabian Moreau. Yeah, Fabian Moreau. Unbelievable uh, what he's doing, and now they're gonna have to go up two uh, guys. At the corners, right? I think Jackson's going to miss this game. Is that correct, Chris? You seem to be on top of those injury reports. Um, he said after the game that if he had to go back in, he would have went back. He could have gone back in, but they held him out. So I think it's a neck, right? It's a neck and a and a out knee. Again. So I, I think we'll know Thursday whether he's uh you know <laughs> oh boy participant in practice. But right now, really Chris, knows. you know what's interesting is Robinson goes down. I'm sure Jackson goes down. And they put in like number forty-four, Nick McLeod, who was cut McLeod. by McLeod. And right away, Rogers mm -hmm. goes right at the dude. Yeah. And the guy, yeah. and the guy, the guy bowled, like, 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 like he made some nice plays. It was very refreshing because yeah. I was wait, I was waiting for the kid to get smoked. Yeah, I mean, he, they, he, I think he gave up the first pass, you know, and then you said, oh boy, he's going to go after him. And if you remember a few years ago, Rogers is the same thing to Corey Ballantyne, who was on the Giants. He went after him and abused him. And you thought, oh boy, he's going after him the rest of the game. But he locked, he, I would say he locked it down, but boy, he played some sticky coverage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, with uh, Jackson's injury, just so everybody knows, if you missed the press conference yesterday, Brian Dable did say he would update um, everybody on Wednesday. Oh, because okay. they were, yeah, late traveling, right? Yeah. So look for that Wednesday. We'll tweet it out. If you don't mm -hmm. follow me, make sure you follow me. Nikki, what's go? What's your favorite <laughs> part of this new defense? Is there something that jumps out of you where you're like, 
dang, I didn't see that coming. Or, or I really like the way this guy's playing. Like, is there anything that just jumps off the page of you that where you're like, hey, I didn't see that coming? How about the run defense? I mean, they held, um, you know, uh, what are they? Jones and Dylan to 97 yards. I mean, they're just ball in this run defense. So I love it. And they're going to need that next week um, against the Ravens. And I know I was super concerned about this being just a very young defense and adjusting to this wink Martindale defense because they said all summer has to be very intelligent but I mean I'm just happy to see that some of these players are grasping it and it seems like the chemistry and they're coming into their own like Thibodeau said to the media like hey listen you know as of last week this was like our second time out we have guys injured you know we're we're building our chemistry more and more and more so to see that is um, really cool I said this defense is going to finish in the top 10 and I will maintain my prediction. Uh, I, I absolutely adore that prediction because if that happens, you are definitely rocking the eight ball because like, <laughs> you know, no one, no one saw that coming except you. I, I'm going to throw this out here. I just circled. I just wrote down something you said and I wrote it down and I circled it a couple times is the word chemistry. Um, really, really great point. These guys are starting to gel and I'll tell you where I see it. I see guys like Julian love, just making plays. Okay. Julian Love has been on this team for four years. I liked him because I'm, I'm a a closet Notre Dame fan, you know, and um, I always rooted for the guy. I was, I always loved that he came to the giants. Truth always knows I've always been a supporter of Julian Love. And here this guy is a captain and he's around the ball all the time. And I think there's this chemistry that they trust. He's going to come up and make a play. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I'm not a Crowder fan, but I see Jalen uh, uh, Smith and and even and McFadden's getting his feet wet now because he's getting more snaps. They are there's a chemistry kind of brewing, you know, with the defense. Um, which again, teams win when the defense gets swag. When the defense starts getting swag and they start get walking around with a chip, like it's a different type of team. I don't know if you guys believe in that. I totally do. When the defense gets a little chip going on, like yeah. I always remember in 07 when, when Strahan had the balling thing going where they all went, ball it, and they all went up and did the yes. balling. Like that didn't start the year. It just kept coming like a freight train. Next thing <laughs> you know, they're all doing the balling, and everyone's having fun, right? Ward is a guy who likes to have fun. You saw him in his post game doing the videos. I don't know yeah. if you guys saw this, but – they got Wink dancing to, to some hip-hop, you know, beat that they're cranking in line, and Wink's going. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they are having fun, yeah. and that is huge. So now you got guys like, you know, like I said, Julian Love and a rookie like McFadden, and, you know, these guys are making plays. So the defense is like really just, I mean, they are on point. So here's the wild card question. Um, uh, Chris, starting with you on this one because I'm not sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing, and I need you to talk me through it. The Giants signed Landon Collins. Okay. Um, I was a Landon Collins fan. You know, he was like one click away from defensive player of the year in, in his mm-hmm. second year. 
And then he got, I don't know if he just bulked up too much. He just became basically a linebacker, not a safety. They killed him about his coverage. Some of it was accurate. Some of it was a little, you know, it was a little stretched out because he, he wasn't a prototypical safety. Mm-hmm. He's not coming here to take Xavier McKinney's spot. and He's not mm-hmm. coming here to take Julian Love's spot. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they've got – what's his name, too? Um, Benton. Daniel uh, – Dan uh, Benton. Dane Benton. Uh, Belton. Uh, Belton. Belton. Yeah, Belton. And they got Belton. So, Chris, what mm-hmm. are they going to do – and, by the way, 21 was available. Believe it or not, there's not a 21 on the roster, which is absolutely insane. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> he's got his old number back. He's signed. He's on the practice squad. Um, he's got a little homecoming going on. Where, where does he fit? here chris yeah. like, is it- and, and real quick landon collins got a lot of heat and he's not good in coverage but if you remember when he was here there was a lot of broken coverages by the corners and with that defense they seemed like they weren't on the same page and, and collins was always in pursuit kind of looked like the bad guy chasing people but he's not the coverage guy as it is however now later in his career at 28 years old the giants play Quite often, a 3-3-5, right? Three linemen, three linebackers, five DBs. You're going to see him, a situational player, in my opinion, coming down in the box. You're not going to see him playing free safety. You're not even going to see him back there maybe with McKinney unless he's going to be you know, creeping up. I think he's that other linebacker that may take some snaps away from Crowder, and I see him coming up in the box and being that run stopper, being that guy to come up and lay the hit, and, mm-hmm. and be that, uh, you know, third and seven, third and six, third and five. You know, you're not going to see him back there, you know, freelancing uh, with McKinney. He, he's going to be that other linebacker. So, uh, Nikki, um, yeah. Collins always wanted to be here to begin with. So, coming back to what I circled, what you wrote is chemistry. Does a guy like Collins, who's got a little bit of baggage because he was here before, does that ruin the chemistry? Because, you know, sometimes you get a big stick to walk in. The guy's been here before. He knows, you know, he's maybe a little bit on the negative side because he saw nothing but losing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he's a little tainted. And I'm not killing the guy. I actually like Landon Collins. I, you know, I knew what he was. So, Nikki, does he fit? Does he fit? Like, like all his boys are gone, right? Right. All his boys are pretty much gone. I mean, maybe Dex was a a rookie when Collins was here. There's not, another, there's not another guy on the defense that was here except Dexter Lawrence um, when Collins was here because he was in Washington for those three years. Does it ruin the chemistry, Nikki? Or, I don't know, do they have enough strong personalities to not let that happen? Or or can it upset the apple cart? Well, I think if you just have anybody negative, right, and they can't um, turn their attitude around in any situation, right, then you just want to get rid of them. You don't want that cancer, especially in the locker room. But I do think this locker room, they do have enough personalities that they're just going to, you know, kind of say, hey, no, we're not we're not going to do that. And I don't think he's going to come in with a negative attitude. I mean, you look at what Brian Dable has done with this team. You cannot tell me he has not turned this organization around. It's all about culture. Um, this team, they're fighting they are gritty and they know it like you said they have a chip on their shoulder that's when defenses play the best so listen Landon Collins welcome home but you know if you can't if you're going to come here and be negative then nobody's going to want you here but I don't think he will I think he'll start forming the chemistry with everybody I think he'll be just fine truth your thoughts on Collins because again the guys never saw any winning 
Can he adapt? Well, you know what? I shouldn't even say that. He has to adapt because otherwise he'll be shown the door. My question is, does he fit? Because, again, he's a thumper. He's in the box, like Chris said. You know, so maybe you don't have to have love come down and get hurt because he's a little bit – he's small. I mean – I'm pretty sure Collins weighs about 235. He's, you know, he's, he's probably the same size, but more physical than Crowder because Crowder's a tweener. Shorter, um, but yeah. Yeah. Do, do you find it's going to be a, a good fit to bring in Collins? I like the guy. You know, I just, I don't know what he has left in the tank and I don't know, <laughs> you know, if he fits. But they signed him uh, for a reason. Yeah. Well, to Chris's point, I think he'll be a specialist, like Chris pointed out. I Maybe – I don't know, maybe 25 to stat, snaps, so maybe a little more. Um, he'll definitely do be in a lot of blitzes uh, and against the run. And, uh, again, what Nikki said, I don't, I don't think he'll be a distraction. I don't think he'll be a problem. I think he I think he wants to come home. I think that meant a lot to him hey, that uh, he got Neil, inside. Neil's got a great point. I'm going to throw Neil's point up here. He says, I believe Colin. Uh, I I have to believe Collins would have been vetted before signing. Yeah, I'm sure they sat him down and said, "Hey, new regime, new coach, new scheme, new everything. You, you know, you're on board or you're not." And I'm sure he was probably like, "Yeah, man, let's let's do it." So Neil, great point. And, and Craig, um, if I could jump in, you know, yeah. he he took a flight to London, being on the practice squad, right? He probably could have he could probably could have waited till they got back, but he jumped on a flight and met the team over there. So that says a lot too. He wanted to be with his team right away. Yeah, yeah, no, like I said, I like the guy. I just know that, like, you know, he was on some really crappy teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Where, where, like, there were times, like you said, like, he'd be chasing guys down, and you would just see number 21 chasing guys down, and right away you'd be like, oh, he blew the coverage when it wasn't it yeah. wasn't his coverage. He was just trying to make a play. Yeah, his rookie year, that's when he went to the playoffs in 2016. That was his last taste of uh, really a winning team. Yeah, uh, Grandzier says, you know, uh, Week Martindale's defense, he runs a gambit 3-4 tic-tac-toe. We had a 4-3 high roll coverage. Yeah, listen, I've I've seen it too. I just know one thing. I've seen what he calls Patrick Graham do all that horse shit too, and it doesn't work. So I'm glad the fact that, you know, Wink is, you know, running a – it's not a bend, don't break defense. It's don't break. You know what I mean? He's in there smashing heads. Yeah, attack, and, attack mode. That's yeah, what he does. and Collins has always been a hitter, thumper. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think Collins will, will, will fit right in. Yeah, and, um, and, and Greg, last thing they asked Wink last week before the uh, London game, and he didn't want to get into it, but he's, he asked about his feelings about Landon. Where would you play him? His comment was playing on defense is positionless, which is great because he finds your strength and plays mm-hmm. you where he mm-hmm. wants to play you, which is awesome. I love it. All right, so we got a huge win. And by the way, like when the game was kind of almost over, I kind of thought Rodgers kind of gave up. Like he just didn't really like seem like the Rodgers of old, maybe because it's early in the season. But like him and his bad haircut really were not impressive. Yeah, what's up with that haircut? I I tried to figure it out looking at it from the backside with the hair coming out. Well, it's because I guess he's got the underneath shaved like a lot of the young dudes do, but his hair is really thin, so – it just looks like a toupee or something. It's horrible. It is not a good look. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 for Sarah and Tuto and and the belt guy, which is Zane, they're all making fun of me in there about my hair. Like I can't I can't help Rogers unless he calls me. If Rogers calls me, he needs a, he needs a, he needs, a, he needs a little bit of hair. We got Look at that hair. We got some for him. All right, guys. Um also too, if you're in the room, there's a handful of you guys in the room. I'm gonna let you know that um 
thanks to um, a really cool, um, what I would call Rush family member, Crypto on Twitter. Um, he donated a bunch of money, okay, uh, to us today. And I'm trying to see here. Let me see if I put it in here. Um, I put it in the show notes. Um, he, um, hang on. Um, do, 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 I'll pull it up over here. He donated a bunch of money today, which was, I, again, I don't even know what to say. It was super cool. So we're going to give away um, a bunch of Rush t-shirts and hoodies um, over the next Ooh. couple weeks. So, because again, I don't know what I did to deserve it, but it's, you know, it's, uh, there are some really good people in the world. Um, and he donated a bunch of money. He said, I'm on the West Coast. I live in San Diego. You know, I, I don't get any giant stuff out here. Found your show. Love it. Here's some money. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. 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 So if all, you know, so there's a, tons of morons out in the world and he's not one of them. No. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to just do a, a, can you stump the rush uh, um, staff? <laughs> so for all you people that are in the room and hanging out, um, what I'm going to ask you guys to like conjure up because I don't want to cheat. Um is come up with a trivia question before the show's over. Send it in right when we get done with this next segment, okay? The show's only got about another 12, 15 minutes left. Um, come up with a trivia question. Drop it in there. If we can't answer it in 30 seconds, I'm not, I don't even have my phone in front of me. I actually don't even know where my phone is. So I can't really look up the answer. So yeah, drop, no cheating. Yeah, no cheating. <laughs> We're not going to cheat. Drop a question into the, the notes uh, in the comments. And when I say go, and if we can't answer it between the four of us, as, as Chris will attest to our, um, our, our, we were hanging out with the game day crew, um, a couple weeks ago and we couldn't come up with Colt McCoy. It was pretty sad. Caught us off guard. We knew yeah, it was Seattle. Caught, caught us off guard. So in a couple of minutes, come up with the trivia question, drop it into the comments. If we can't come up with an answer in 30 seconds or less, you're going to win a NY Giants Rush hoodie or T-shirt. Sound cool? Hope you're on board. Guys, let's talk about Ravens. Um, you know, it's Wink coming home, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's Wink coming home to, uh, you know, battle uh, with his, um, his old folks. Uh, oh Truth, I'll start with you. Like, did the Giants have a shot here? I mean, Lamar is really dynamic. You know, we've got, I mean, they got Mark Andrews. The guy catches everything thrown to him anywhere on the planet. What What do the Giants do here against the Ravens? It's going to help them win. Uh, who are you asking me? You, Truth. You're the only Truth here. Uh, I didn't hear you say Truth. I think I got zoned out. But I think it's going to be the, I think they're going to have to really keep him in the pocket. I mean, they can't let him win with his Throw the ball, if, if, if anything. They can't let him get outside the pocket and freelance because when he does that, uh, he's he can take it all the way to the house. Can't let him do it. Yeah, he's he's pretty special. Nikki, what do you think about this Ravens game? You I just got Nikki off a Ravens moving. podcast, Nikki. Yeah. What, tell, me, tell me about what they were talking about. Tell me what you think. Yeah, I mean, it was can the Giants contain Lamar Jackson? And it's just kind of like, I mean, you do the best you can with this guy, right? I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, there's really no blueprint for him. Um, but I did bring up a stat to them. So, so far through, what are we, week five? We're about to go to week six. So 
Ravens have given up 216.6 yards per game. So I actually think that if we can get some receivers out there, um, probably big play slay, the deep threat will be something that will work to the Giants' advantage. Um, but yeah, it's really going to come down to coaching, defensive coaching, and trying your best to contain Lamar Jackson. But, you know, the Ravens, have been giving up like these right they're like winning by 20 points and all of a sudden you know they're giving up these big plays and they're losing so the giants can win i i don't think they're going to but they they, they can so if i don't know if you have any what what was the opinion of the people that you were arguing about there why why are they so down on the giants and the giants are four and one is it it's pure is this all about Lamar? Is that all they're resting on? Is Lamar? So they're resting on Lamar and the fact that they know Wink just as well as Wink knows the Ravens. And and I understand that, but they are resting it all on Lamar. Um, and listen, I mean, it was a Baltimore podcast, so they're just like nobody's beating them, and they're not really and I'm finding this with everybody, unless you're a Giants fan, and not every Giants fan is doing this, a lot of people are not even giving the Giants like any credit, right? Oh, they got lucky a few times. So I think that that narrative is out there as well. And people just in general looking at the NFC East, like, oh, you know, these teams are getting lucky. The Giants got lucky. So they're not really taking them serious. That's perfect. That's what we want. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Giants have always operated well when they're the underdog and no one gives them any respect. Don't take us seriously. That's it. Come in, come yeah. into a game, not taking a team seriously. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think we've done a better job. Again, it will be a wink kind of show, right? Because, yeah. you know, he's going to pull out all sorts of stops to, you know, basically say, hey, you didn't want me? Well, guess what I'm going to do to you? <laughs> so wink, wink, Wink's going to come hard. It definitely, if, yeah. if I'm hoping the Dory Jackson is, is healthy or semi healthy. I know they always say once an NFL season starts, you're never healthy. So um, I kind of under the impression that there's going to be some guys playing hurt um, and we don't have the, uh, we don't have the injury list until tomorrow. So you have to stay tuned in for that. Oh, there's Chris. He's back. He, he had the, he had the, where'd you go, man? I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I have everything plugged in. I have no idea. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. It's okay. We were just talking about the yeah. Raven game. Yes. And Nikki was ma- basically saying that, you know, it's Lamar this, Lamar that, yeah. you know. And yep. I'm like, okay, look, the guy throws for 2,000 yards and he rushes for 1,000 yards. Can the Giants shut down Chris? Can they shut Lamar down and make them a little bit more one-dimensional? Or, or is that just not going to happen because everybody tries to do that? I, I trust Wink with all my heart. After these five games, how could you not believe that he can can't come up with something? This is a, a get back game for Wink, right? To, against his old team, so I think he wants to uh, pull out all the stops because uh, you know, for everything we've heard, he was let go by Harbaugh, and I think this is a game he circled and really wants badly. So oh, I yeah, think he circled this one. Yeah. Do you yeah. think? Uh, do you think he's going to put a spy on Jackson? I I do, and I I think they're going to keep a close eye. That that maybe that's a Julian Love, right coming down. Um, in the in the box a little bit, uh, keep an eye. I, I don't know if maybe Crowder even. I, I you know, it's going to be Jalen Smith. What about him? him? Yeah, Jalen Smith. That's another good one. Look, yeah, the, the Giants are for real, and they're getting ignored by a lot of you know national media. And if they beat the Ravens, like oh. it's going to be a huge, huge. You know, we'll be walking down the road wiping it off <laughs> because it's like 
you know, the Ravens are technically a better team than the Giants. We we got that. You know what I mean? Their tight end alone, like I said, is just this magnet for touchdowns and first downs. And, you know, um, the the line is – oh, here we go. Uh, Grand's ears got the line for me. Look at that. Five. my mind. Uh, favored by five, own, under is 45. I mean, listen, all – I mean, I don't – I don't see the Giants being, be, you know, giving up 30 points. To, you know what I mean? I don't see that. I also don't see the Giants scoring, you know, 25 points. I think it's more of a low-scoring game because it's going to be who's got the bigger you-know-what from a defensive coordinator standpoint. Hey, hey, listen, they got two great kickers, both teams, so it could come down to field goals. Who oh, knows? Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Yeah. All and right. they lost the safety, so, which is a big, big loss. All right, if you want to win a NY Giants Rush hoodie or a sweatshirt, uh, excuse me, or a T-shirt, I want, you know, anybody that's left out there in the room, drop in a Giants trivia question right now. You got 30 seconds to drop them in here. And if we can't come up with the answer to your trivia question, um, send me a DM and we will get you out um, a T-shirt in the next couple of weeks because I got to order them because my man Crypto Freeze uh, – was kind enough to um, and follow him, okay? You know, follow him on Twitter. Check him out. Pound him up. Say thank you for the donation. Um, drop it in, you know, into the comments. Uh, yes, Tudo Wink's been doing a great job, better than we ever thought. Coming from Betcher and then, you know, Patrick Graham, who we were all calling the Black Picasso because, you know, what a he was like an artist, right? That first year, then it just kind of fell apart. And Wink's just like this: we're letting the dogs out. You know what I mean? And we haven't even seen the best of Leonard Williams or Ojolari yet. And I, That's right. I think Ojolari might have gotten a little too muscle-bound and he's having trouble, you know, because, <laughs> you know, he used to ha- he used to have great bend, Ojolari, you know. Um, Craig, you forgot to tell about Astro Flav, my wife's favorite. No, I didn't. You weren't on the show, dude. We always <laughs> tell people that the Giants guys are brought to you by a- Astro Flav. Look, yeah. Nikki's got the, the ice shaker right there. Yep. So, like, you know, yes, we are brought to you by Astro Flames. And do me a favor, folks, follow them on Twitter. Hit them up. They have, again, they're, they have a vegan product out now. Like, these guys Ooh. are legit, okay? It's five stores in New Jersey. New Jersey strong. You can't buy it in a box store. I don't know why you guys are, I'm using it for meal replacement. I'm down seven pounds. Okay. Wow. So Ooh. yeah, I'm 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 pumping it back. <laughs> I'm up. I may need I may need like nine surgeries and I'm not jacked like Chris, but yes. I'm still I'm still using the product. Uh, I'm still using the product. Uh the shakers are great. Nikki's got one, I got one. Um, Chris has got like tubs of Astro flavor. Oh, yeah. Cookies and cream. Everybody, you like Oreos? Go with the cookies and cream. Awesome. All right. So I'm a peanut butter cup guy, but just saying, I wouldn't, I wouldn't steer you wrong. All right. We actually partnered with them because Chris told me how good a product it was. So I was using it because Chris gave me some first. Just so, just so you guys know. Um, Astro Flavor, follow them on Twitter. Check it out. The discount code is NY Giants Rush, all caps. That'll give you 10% off anything you buy. Amino acids, testosterone, collagen, vegan, greens. Yep. Yeah, everything. You, you know, uh, everything is there. They have it. Um, definitely um, check Astro Flav out. So, bang, that's for you, Tuto. Um, all right. Questions. If you're going to give me a trivia question, do you want me to send you a t shirt? Now is your time to drop it in there. I know you guys are talking about a bunch of different stuff right now. 
my wife and my sister-in-law loves Astro Flav. Really? Look at that. Look, hang on. There you go. Look. Oh, my wife and my sister-in-law love Astro Flav. Yeah. Uh, they've used Giants Rush Coat. Tuto is the man. I, yes. I don't know why he's in Italy. He's playing rugby. All I asked for was one rugby shirt. One rugby jersey. <laughs> I, can't, I can't seem to get it. I don't know why. I, I know why because he's because he loves all the Giants podcasts and he doesn't love us the best. That's why, Tuto. That's why. <laughs> all right. Um, guys, what do we do really quick so we can wrap all this up? Um, I don't see any questions coming in. Um, maybe you guys are thinking too hard out there. Um, so the last point that I have is it's the big, it's a bigger question. And I'm just going to kind of get your overall thought. You don't got to get too deep on me. Uh, truth. Are you signing Barkley right now? Five games in. Are you signing Barkley and Jones? Yes. Just Jones, just Barkley. <laughs> no, signing both of them. Oh, okay. Here you go. First question. I can't oh. answer this one. This is not going to stump me, though. How many episodes will it take you to get Jerry Shockey on? <laughs> I can't answer that. There's uh, no answer in that, Bones. Uh, <laughs> it's so not fair, dude, because Thanks. I've tried to get Shockey on. I've done everything. I even told Shockey that that for Father's Day uh, 15 years ago, I bought my dad an autographed Shockey helmet. My dad still has it in his in his in his rec room. It's badass. Um, I've tried everything. I cannot get Shockey on, so I'm going to keep trying. But that's not a fair trivia question. Stop yeah. me how many? Because I I'll, I'll go with the over and I'll say 300. Um, hey, let me let me uh, just extend that question you asked me. Yes, please go. I don't think with, with Daniel Jones, I don't think it'll be a mega deal if they sign him. I agree. I look at on Twitter, uh, a couple of people saying like a two-year deal. I could see something like that, and Barkley would be a, a team-friendly. I'm Of course, if they want to stay here, um, we don't know what's going to happen there. A team could come out of nowhere and want Daniel Jones. We don't know. Or I don't see – I don't see – and that's a – I mean, I, I, love your, I love your take on it. I don't see Barkley being a friend, a friendly deal. I see Jones being a friendly deal because mm-hmm. Daniel Jones wants wants to be here. My ass, Nikki, what's your opinion on signing? Again, we're only five games in, got mm-hmm. twelve games left to play. But at this point in the season, what's your feeling on um, uh, signing Jones and Barkley? And hey, Miz, thanks for uh, joining us. I see you out there. Five and one, here we come. That's right, Miz. I love it. I hope you're enjoying your uh, your new. Uh, your new house, Miz. I know you had a big move a couple months ago. Go, Nikki. You're up. Yes. Uh, sign Barkley. And I do think Jones will be friendly. He's not going to get Deshaun Watson money, who has screwed up the quarterback money for everybody. But, yeah, no. Um, I, he will be on a family-friendly deal, I would think. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling that same way, that Jones is going to be a, be something like, you know, $19 million a year, $20 million a year. Um, and he gets a, and he gets a two year with an option. I don't, I mean, I see Barkley, I see Barkley. I, I want him on a Chubb deal because it's affordable, but I see him. He comes in at 2000 yards all purpose. I don't see it. Go ahead, Chris. Give me Jones. Give me Barkley. What, what's your thought on, on those two guys being re-signed? Yeah. If this pattern keeps playing out like it is so far after five games, I think Barkley being the face of the franchise and Mara, you know, knows with merchandise and everything that Bark Barkley's a good soldier. Uh, yeah, they're going to resign Barkley. Um, I, I feel, and I, I think Jones, you know, maybe he gets a, and both of these guys get a big signing bonus and then they uh, extend the money a little bit further down the road and, and not so much up front in the first year and uh, maybe like a three year deal and it escalates, you know, and see where they're at in three years. I, 
with, with him out. Maybe there's a way out. You know, if it didn't work out, where they would be able to release him with with minimum, you know, cap cap hit. I, I'm just you know thinking out of the box here. Something I like gotta that. throw this one up in here from Brian because like I, I gotta tell you, like I have a little, I have a, a what's the word, guilty pleasure or something like that uh, on this guy. Um, I'm gonna throw this up here. Tag Barkley and sign and sign Jones to a Derek Carr contract. Like, how about just sign Derek Carr? <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I like Derek Carr, man. Like, but I hear you. Um, th- I don't know if Barkley would take a tag. He might demand a trade. Yeah, I, I agree with truth too. Yeah, with that, I think. He yeah, would. yeah. Barkley, Barkley's either gonna get be the highest paid running back in the NFL because he's not gonna. I mean, again, the Chubb deal is where it's at. You know what I mean? And I don't think he's going to come in for the Chubb deal, which was done two years ago, if Barkley mm-hmm. remains healthy. But Barkley's got 10 touchdowns and 1,700 yards rushing and 2,200 all-purpose. There ain't no shot he's he's coming in for with, a, with a tag or a friendly deal. Yeah. Right. Especially not all the crap he got over the last two years. Yeah. Jones, I think, on the other hand, Jones, I think, would be a friendly deal where he wants to be here. He wants to be in New York. I don't think – there are many opportunities. Like I can only name maybe four teams that he would start for. Yeah. And, and Craig, if this, and everybody, if this keeps, you know, playing out well on the offense, you know, Kafka's going to get a lot of looks as the next, you know, hot coordinator to possibly get a job. But the nice part is you got Dable who comes from an offensive background. So you're yeah. not changing systems too much, right? You're still going to keep that system. Thankfully we have an offensive guy as our head coach where Jones would still be locked in. Cause you got to think if Kafka does this for a couple of years, he, he's going to get a job. Oh yeah. Oh, without a doubt. If if they have two back-to-back good years, Kafka's gone in 2024 without a doubt. You know? Um what's uh so what is Juan throwing up here? Let me see what he says. DJ will take whatever they offer him. I don't know about that, Juan, but he I He's not a was, DJ supporter this guy, Juan. Yeah. Listen. I can't sit here and tell you that I can name 10 franchises that he could start on. Like, I really can't. Like, he's not going to go in and start over guys like – he could start over Mariota, but I'm assuming that they would – they'll they'll be drafting a QB. But I can't – he wouldn't start in Miami over, over Tua, and he would – even though he's – I think he's better. Um, I don't think he would start over Cousins. Or I don't think he's starting over, you know, a lot of – he's got Mac Jones. He's not starting over a lot of these guys. So, I don't know what – the market holds for Daniel Jones. It looks like holding a clipboard would be in his future if um, if he doesn't come back. That's uh, amazing. True. One, get, give me one team Jones Everybody can start on. Truth, give me one team Jones can start on. <laughs> Nikki, give me one team Jones can start on. Carolina. Good. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Chris, give me one team Jones can start on. Uh, I would say Atlanta, Mario over Mariota. I don't know about Houston. That kid's not bad. He plays hard. I I agree with Nikki. I think Houston. I think Houston. Yeah, I I don't think Mills is set in stone that he's the guy. No, I agree with them. Absolutely. Uh, Brian, don't worry about Thomas. Like, you're not. The New York Giants are like, like, we're always worried about extending. Uh, McKinney and and Thomas, like just take it. Like, let me throw it up there for you. Yes, but we don't need Brian. I love you, dude. It, it's going to happen. Breathe easy. They're never 
You're never letting your first round draft pick walk out the door after four years. It just doesn't happen. Especially the way he's playing. <laughs> a left Correct. tackle. <laughs> yeah. McKinney, McKinney and Thomas will get extensions. You don't even have to blink an eye. It's it's just going to happen. You know, like set in stone. Yep. Right. And you want to mention the Ravens? He's going to be our Jonathan Ogden. He's going to be here for, for, for a very long time. Yeah. Best tackle. One of the best. Yeah, because I know people are like, don't be Barkley. We got to extend. extend the Boy, I can remember when Thomas was a rookie, people were screaming, what a what a what a waste of a pick. Oh my gosh, how things have changed. Ms. Ms. came in strong. Carolina, Atlanta, Seattle, Chicago, the Lions, Texans, Washington. Uh nah, he's better than Mac. Um I you yeah. think he's better than Mac Jones? He might be. Yeah, Mac Jones has really only one year. I don't. He did okay. I think. I think the Lions like Goff. Goff went to a Super Bowl. I. I don't know. If, I don't think Jones has the experience of Goff. I don't. I don't think he's better than. I don't think Goff is great. But I just. I think the Lions are pretty content with what he's actually been able to do there. Um, Chicago, Washington was going to take him. Washington, yeah. Chicago just 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 drafted uh, uh, Fields, and he just started. This year, so I don't uh-huh. think it is that Chicago's in place. Seattle, listen, Seattle, yes, but Geno Smith is throwing the crap out of the ball right now, yeah. right? So he's got like some like he's one of the highest rated deep ball passers in the NFL right now. Geno Smith's just whipping the ball down, but I see Atlanta and Carolina and the Texans and Washington all, you know, spots. So um, that's a good good uh, pop for you, uh, Miz. All right. Again, last time is your last time before I sign off. If you guys want to win some some swag, um, I've got a donation. I know I'm dropping it on you in the last moment. If you can come up with a trivia question that we can't answer in 30 seconds, um, I will do. I will send you out some swag um, in the next two weeks. I have to actually order the shirts first. But they got the they have. I've got different logos. You can go on NY Giants Rush and you can look up one you want, and I'll order for you or a hoodie. For if you want to buy it for for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever the holidays, um, if you have a trivia question, drop it in now. If you don't, you're lame, and we'll give your shirt to some guy who <laughs> is sitting on the side of the road in Philly, at, in in Center City somewhere. Um, right now, I feel Jones is earning the right to be part of the future. Yeah, Miss, he totally is earning the right. Nikki said it earlier. Like right now, he's doing everything he possibly. Can be, you know, he's everything they're asking him to do, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, you listen to another episode of Giants, guys. Um, it'll be loaded up a little bit later. So, tomorrow, when you wake up to go work out, you can have an Astral Flav shake and you can listen to the Giants, guys, all at one time. Uh, make sure you follow all these peeps, nyjiantsrush.com. All the articles are up there, the podcasts are up there, the team store is up there. Dude, we have some sick stuff in the team store. Um, like Nikki's got like, like kind of like what she's wearing now. They've got, you know, really cool shoots for shirts for the girls. Uh, they got hoodies, they got all sorts of stuff. So check the, t- the, the team store out and, uh, that's kind of it. I'm wrapping this puppy up because it's, I'm 11 minutes, I'm 11 minutes long. So, uh, any final thoughts out of you guys, Nikki, any final thoughts before we say goodbye to the peeps? Well, I will be at the game on Sunday. It's a very challenging time in my house being married to a Ravens fan. So uh, we'll see. I'll update you guys. (laughs) See see how it goes next week. I don't know. 
Brian says, thank you guys helping me get through work on the overnight. Right on, Brian. I'm going to put that up there because that is very cool. Rock on, B. That's what we do. Yeah, anytime, dude. Make sure you pop in anytime. We'll uh, we'll give you a shout out. Appreciate you, uh, you know, uh, being part of the Rush fam. Uh, Truth, any last words? Uh, no, I'm just looking forward to this coming game, and, and I think they got a good chance to go 5-1. and one. Chris. I'm fascinated with Landon Collins. I never thought he'd come back. <laughs> boyfriend, girlfriend that hated hated you when he left. In fact, if you remember real quick, when the Giants beat Washington, it was Jabril Peppers, his Took first year, and he ran it back for a pick six. And at the end of the game, he gave a cheap up, shot. Yeah. And he was saying to Landon Collins, I'm the real 21. I'm, and then they got into a scrum in the middle of the field. They had to get broken up. So how how crazy is it comes full circle when Landon Collins is back on the team? So I just find it really fascinating how uh, how he's back with the Giants. And you know what? He was a good. He was a great Giant. So I'm happy he's back. Yep. Yeah, uh, we haven't heard much out of Leonard Williams, Miz, if he's coming back or not. And Collins next to Jalen Smith could be a great thing. But, dude, I'm not putting it past McFadden. I'm really excited about McFadden. Um, getting Crowder out as fast as we possibly can. Like right now I would pack Crowder's bags for him right now. If you ask me, I would drive to New York, pack his bags for him, you know, to get him out. So Jalen Smith, Collins and McFadden sign me up. I'm good to go. Crowder hit the road. Hey, Greg, that's a little much. Come on. You can't pack him up. And Guys he think. plays hard. I'm not a Crowder fan, but he's playing hard. He I got played good play last play. week. I don't know. And I know as Mark good as your last game, game, guys. I know Mark Thompson, who always you know touts for ta- Crowder. I got to pack <laughs> him up. He's played playing, well. Playing hard in the NFL is a necessity. He may what? not be a starter, but he deserves to uh, you know be on the team. He's, you want to put him on special teams? Be my guest. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Starting an inside linebacker for the New York Giants, not having it. He cannot live. Look, it took him three years to get one hit on Derrick Henry. Come I on. know. Not for 45 snaps, but you know, he, he's, he's, he's okay for uh, 15 to 20 snaps. But I don't need him if I have Jalen Smith, Clayton <laughs> Collins, and, and McFadden. I don't Come need on, it's him. It's a Giants. We got guys hurt every week. We know we're going to need him at some point. Right, you do need him. That's true. Right, true. <laughs> that, 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 my friend, is, uh, is, uh, is very true. Uh, oh, yeah. No word on Leo yet. I thought he was coming back this week, so no word on Leo. Um, be interesting to see if Leo and the way Dex is playing, if that makes Dex better or it takes Dex out of the limelight a little bit. Cause normally that's Leo. So, but they are best friends and that they play well together. Just be interesting to see how that, um, that goes. And, and I, and I kudos to Rogers for, uh, giving Dexter Lawrence a pop, literally saying that he's one of the better guys in the NFL. And the quote was, I talked to my guys up front, and they said that he's one of the better players in the NFL that they faced. He should be getting more recognition. I thought that was big. I'm not a big Rodgers guy, but I thought that was pretty big out of Rodgers to say on the Pat McAfee show. So kudos to Rodgers for not being the biggest jerk as I thought you were. Maybe you're not a jerk at all, and all your commercials just make you look that way. <laughs> uh, I think he's a jerk. You think he's a jerk? Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Giants, guys. We'll be back next Tuesday. I will say this. I am coaching uh, eighth grade football and I have a game on Sunday and I cannot, I cannot get out of it. So I'm missing the game. I'm giving the tickets. I know it's not what I do, not what I do, but I can't get out of it. But I will say this. I will leave you on this note. This is how good my weekend was. And I hope you guys embrace what I'm about to tell you. I did tweet it out because I couldn't stand it. I had to do it. So little rush is in eighth grade and he's starting quarterback. 
Um, he threw for two touchdowns and he ran for two touchdowns. Wow. One of one of them 50 yards. Then on su- on Saturday, uh, that was on Saturday. Um, on uh, on Sunday, my daughter, who is a uh, freshman at Michigan State University, MSU, there um, in the Big Ten, she got to play um, and almost scored twice. Right, <laughs> she almost tipped one in, and then a back chip went a little bit wide. It was awesome. We were stoked. The the Giants won. It was such a good kick ass weekend for the Santucci family. So all you all you people out there, hug your kids. K- Kiss them, hug them, tell them you love them. Enjoy the sports while you have it because it goes by super fast. They grow really super fast. You know what I mean? So enjoy those moments while you can. Thanks for tuning in. We're out. Peace.